It's time to get up and get going, South Coast. It's time for the Tim Weisberg Show on WBSM. Also streaming live on WBSM.com and on the WBSM app. Talk to Tim now at 508-996-0500 or send him a message or a voicemail through the WBSM app. And now, ready to start your day off with a bang. It's Tim Weisberg. Okay, I think I've forgotten to play the first bumper, so I'm going to play it again. Okay, we have callers in the line, so I'm going to go right to them. But I have to warn you that we're uh, close to the 730 news. So if you want to hold on and do the second part of your call, you're welcome to do that. So you're next on WBSM with Jack Spillane. Hey, Jack, how you doing? Good. So talking about how people want to kind of pussyfoot around uh, politicians, basically... What we have is uh, we have a lot of people that got jobs or favors from people, and they don't want to disrupt and ruffle feathers. On the media side, they want access to the politicians. Exactly. Because that makes for, for good radio, good t- TV, and good uh, newspaper articles. So the problem is is when, when you become adversarial, not adversarial, but confrontational with politicians and, and asking the uh, tough questions, they don't give you the access that you need in order to be successful in media but, and then well, you could t- potentially lose your job well, I would uh, dis- in the private se- in the I, public sector. I would disagree with that because I've been in the media for, for, for 40 plus years and I have access. There are politicians who, when they're mad at me, don't talk to me for periods of time, maybe even long periods of time, but their staff usually does. And and usually the politicians come back too because they, they need to, to, to hear that the media... You know, as they say, buys ink by the barrel or has a, a big microphone. And, you know, I think as long as you try to be fair-minded, and I do, most of them will talk to you. Yeah, I mean, there, there's a fine line. If you're more or less confrontational and really challenge their their politics and their policies, they're not going to – they're going to end up only coming to you uh, during election season to try and defend their policies. But in the off-season, they're, they're going to ignore you. They're going to go back in their whole – and they're never going to talk to the media. They're going to kind of scurry away, kind of like how they do with the, with the general public and the electorate. They don't talk to the, the general electorate until uh, you know exactly six before the election. But what, what is my job? Is it is it to get access or is it to, to help people understand the truth? That's that's the way I feel. Listen, John, yeah. um, I, I got to go to the news because we had the seven thirty news in the early hours. Do you want to hang on or do you want to? No, I, I gotta I gotta go. Okay, gotta all go. right, we'll go I to the news. It, Take care. Yep. All right. Thank you, Jack. Here are some of the national stories we're following. The Senate will start moving a package of government funding bills this week. This comes as Congress is wasting towards wasting to avoid a shutdown by the end of the month. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer of New York says he expects the first votes on Monday. The top Democrat is urging Republicans in the House to follow the Senate's lead and work with Democrats. A group of House conservatives say they'll oppose any funding bill that does not include conservative policy priorities on spending levels, the southern border, and the Justice Department. Marvel actor Jonathan Mayer's domestic violence trial is being delayed. It was set to begin in New York City Wednesday, but was rescheduled for next Friday, the 15th. Majors is charged with assaulting his then-girlfriend last March in New York City, causing bruising to her head and neck. 
The 33-year-old actor told police it was her who attacked him, but a judge issued a temporary order of protection for the woman. If convicted by the misdemeanor charge, majors could get a year behind bars. Federal prosecutors plan to indict Hunter Biden by September 29th on gun charges, according to a court filing. Brian Shook has more. The president's son had agreed to a plea agreement that would have spared him jail time for allegedly purchasing a gun as a drug user. The deal had Hunter Biden entering a diversion program, but the agreement fell apart in court in July. That plea deal also included tax evasion charges, but it's unclear where that stands. I'm Brian Shook. Former President Trump is facing more legal issues with a woman who claimed he raped her days, decades ago. Trey Thomas reports. Wednesday, a federal judge ruled he defamed writer E. Jean Carroll when he made comments about her while he was president. A trial will be held early next year to determine damages. Trump is already appealing an earlier decision where he was ordered to pay $5 million in a separate case involving similar allegations. I'm Troy Thomas. In sports, the Boston Red Sox suffered a defeat to the Rays last night in Tampa Bay. The score was 3-1. The Sox are heading home to Fenway Park here in Boston, Massachusetts, and then they will play against the Baltimore Orioles tomorrow at 7:10 p.m. And now here's your ABC6 local weather forecast. It is going to be hot and humid today. We were going to see partly sunny skies with highs near 89 and 90 degrees. It's going to feel like it's 95 degrees today. Stay hydrated. Overnight tonight, partly cloudy and humid, 69 degrees. And for tomorrow, a little bit cooler, mostly cloudy, breezy, but still humid, high near 80 degrees. From the ABC6 Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Skylar Spindler on New Bedford's News Talk Station, 1420 WBSM. Right now it is 74 degrees in New Bedford. I'm Adam Bass, WBSM News. Stay up to date with New Bedford's News Talk Station. Station WBSM and get breaking news alerts and podcasts with the WBSM app. Okay, we're back. Uh, this is Jack Spillane from the New Bedford Light, and we've been talking about the Star Store and Senator Montigny's comments uh, this morning. Uh, well, their, their comments to me yesterday, which I'm going to put in my column tomorrow, but I read them uh, just about 15 minutes ago, in which he gives the reasons why a, a big joint meeting, as suggested by former Mayor Lang, won't work because a developer has as much as threatened a lawsuit against the state and why uh, Mayor Mitchell's comments that uh, the city will just buy the building is not the right way to go because the city already had the building at one time and the state is really the place where the university needs to go. We have a call on the line, so we'll go, oh, the call dropped off. I was just going to get go to them and they must have run out of time. They waited patiently all that time. Call back. 508-996-0500. You know, it's, it's, it's funny. Um, I, I really got worked up uh, 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 with the comments of Senator Martigny and, and because I, I felt that all, I will stipulate that everyone is trying to solve this problem, but somehow it's not getting done. And it just is astonishing that you had a 20-year lease for that store and the university all that time, as Senator Martigny has pointed out, had the, had the opportunity to work out the, the process through which they were going to take the building for a dollar. And they didn't. We've now found out that during this period, Paul Downey spent $90,000 lobbying. We don't know who. The only person that has acknowledged that he got lobbied was State Rep. Chris Markey of Dartmouth. Representative Markey correctly points out that the university is in his district, although he does represent the far north end of New Bedford also. 
and that he has a responsibility to represent the university's points of view. I get that. I get that. But, you know, I still disagree with him that, that the Star Store building has served its purpose for the artist. Anyway, it just, it's just maddening to my mind that you have this problem and people can't work it out. You know, uh, uh, we have uh, a 12-year incumbent mayor. We have a 30-year incumbent senator. We have a 30-year incumbent state rep. And we have the powerful Ways and Means chairman from just up the road in Westport. And they haven't been able to solve the problem. And, uh, you know, I, I, I would just say that, that, you know, I understand that the biggest um, impediment here is UMass President Martin Meehan. The way that he is having those state university branches self-fund and raise all their money for capital projects out of tuition fees and whatever private request they can get is just not the way to go. They have to return to the way the state college system works and fund these universities out of the taxes. That's what a public university is. We've all agreed that public education is a benefit and that not everybody can afford to get private education. So that's the way it should be funded. You know, blame the legislature and the governors who have not funded higher education adequately in Massachusetts for forever. It's not until the recent past couple of years that they've begun to increase those amounts. But we now have a situation where an acknowledged good that has helped the city of New Bedford for a long, long time is in danger of falling apart. And they're just not getting it done. You know, the mayor says if he had been informed earlier, he could have gotten it done. You know, uh, the senator says, well, there really wasn't anything to inform you of. You know, it was a process that the university was supposed to do and they didn't do it. Uh, okay, so I, I get both points of view, but, but you got to get together and you, you got you to gotta solve this problem. I, 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 just, I just don't understand it. Um, you know, I'm, I, I'm happy to go on to other subjects if people don't care about the Star Store, but I, 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 don't, I don't believe that. I, I, I think that people understand what downtown New Bedford was 30 years ago and what happened when Senator Montigny, you know, I, and I, I've tweaked him a little bit for, for bragging about how much he did, you know, for the College of Visual Arts. And it's true. Sometimes Mark, who is a nice guy, he's just, I did this, I did that, I did this. I, I get it, you know. Uh, uh, he did do a lot of good things, you know. I'll stipulate that. But I just think that that you really have to solve this one and we have to find a way to do it. Whether it's a lawsuit, the way State Rep Chris Hendricks has suggested that the uh, UMass Building Authority has to sue uh, uh, developer Downey, I don't, I don't know. Uh, uh, it, it seems like that process could take years. Um, what I don't want is that big, big building in the middle of downtown New Bedford to be sitting there with nothing happening in it. Uh, uh, I think that would be disastrous. But uh, uh, I've been talking for almost 40 minutes about this subject and we're not getting a lot of calls. So, you know, I'm going to go on to um, maybe maybe it's it's true. People in New Bedford just don't care that much about it. So let's talk about addiction. Do you care that much about addiction, New Bedford? Let, let, let's talk about that. The New Bedford Light this morning has a story that New Bedford residents die of overdoses at twice the statewide rate. At least 541 people have died 
residents of New Bedford since 2015. There's only 100,000 people in the city. Just think about that. Almost one two hundredth of the residents of the city in the last eight years have died of overdoses. It's just astonishing. 92 people died of overdoses in New Bedford last year. One in every 1,250 people. Uh, ah, we got some calls in the line. Thank goodness. You're next on the year with W uh, with Jack Spillane on WBSM. Good morning, Jack. Good morning. I just uh, tuned in a few minutes ago and <laughs> hearing my talking. rant. Um, yes, I did, <laughs> and it's always good to hear. But if this is an issue that if they really wanted to solve, they really wanted to fix it, they would fix it. They just sort of keep the can down the road, <clears throat> leaving it to somebody else. You know, one of the reasons why they're not working on it, because there's not much of an eye in this, uh, fixing this, you know. There's not much of them. There won't be a lot of credibility to be handed out once it is resolved, you know. And, and because it's probably not getting the attention that it deserves. <clears throat> and so you're not going to see a lot of effort going into it. And they just don't seem to care anymore. Um, the other thing is, is you started talking about drug addiction. And what was the rate in which it increased in Massachusetts over the last year? I'm sorry? What was the other? You were talking about drug addiction yep. and the rate which, which it increased over the last year in Massachusetts? I, I don't think I said the rate. What I said was that 92 people died of overdoses in New Bedford last year. And uh, let me see. Uh, 541 have died since 2015. Uh, but the, the, the residents of New Bedford die of overdoses at twice the statewide rate. Wow. Wow, that is pretty high. Let me ask you a question. Do you think any of it has to do with uh, uh, our borders being open, so to speak, or uh, 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 you know, the fact that we have a lot more people coming in? Or do you think, what do you, what do you think the cause of it is? I mean, well, I mean, supposedly there are more undocumented immigrants in, in greater Boston than there are in New Bedford. Uh, we do have a lot of undocumented immigrants, but not the numbers that you see no, in some other parts no, of the state. Not, um, just because, not, not just undocumented aliens, just the fact that because they're open, the more drugs are coming in. Oh, the borders. Yeah, I, def I definitely right. think that that's an ingredient. Yes, yeah, I, think, right, right. I think that the, that the uh, border policies, the immigration policies of the United States of America have been wrong for 30 to 40 years, and mm -hmm. neither party has been willing to solve it. Neither party is going to get everything they want. They have to compromise. But both parties want the issue more than they want to solve the problem. It's exactly the same as the star store in a, in a, in a, in a way. Like, you know, it's, it's just, I mean, that's an exaggeration. It's not exactly the same as, as the star store. But, but I do think when you have a problem for 30 years of an immigration policy that needs to be reformed and it doesn't get done, it just means that, 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 that people are not trying hard enough. Right. Right. Oh, I believe that. I, I agree. I agree. And and uh, and you listen, call. I'm behind on a commercial break because I'm new yeah. at this, so I apologize. You're a great call. You can hold on, but I got to go to this commercial you break. Thank you. Okay. Um. All right. This is Jack Spillane from the New Bedford Light, and we are we are talking Starster on WBSM this morning. And you're next. You're on the air with Jack Spillane. Hello, Jack. How you doing? Good, Joe. How are you? I'm okay. The average Joe here you're talking to. Look, uh, the mayor came back. I don't know if you caught it the other day because you was off, you know, off your show in the news. The mayor came back the other day, and he came back from uh, the Azores, uh, fail for a harder fail for, you know, specifically with a pretty good attitude. 
and he seemed to be uh, rested and everything. <laughs> and I'm yeah. going to ruin it all. No, 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 no. <laughs> and and again, you got to take the mayor as he is. He's a former prosecutor sometimes, so it, 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 it kind of makes his personality. But in his own way, he threw out an idea there. He said, look, uh, you know, I'm willing to take ownership of the building, the city. I'm willing to make that offer. You know, I, I, he wasn't trying to offend anybody. I, I know he comes off that way sometimes, but he wasn't trying to trying to add to the thing. And he says, but I need, you know, someone to fix it. We'll take ownership, but fix it and keep UMass Dartmouth there. Okay? So I think that's a good idea. The problem is with our local politicians, they tend to point fingers at one another, take shots at one another, and this and that. <laughs> Scott Lang wants it down there. Uh, Mark Montigny wants it down there, and I think the rest of the delegation wants it down there. So I would wish they would stop, you know, and, and the mayor slightly made some criticisms, too, of, you know, of, of Lang and Montigny and everything, very, very, not harshly, but they've got to stop doing that. They've got to work together and get, have, have this meeting with the state and, uh, and, and have the state tell uh, the chancellor of UMass Dartmouth and tell Marty Meehan that yes, you will stay down there, and yes, we'll get you the funding, because UMass Dockers has forgotten. Uh, Fall River and New Bedford were the mothers and fathers of that university going out there, okay? And it was uh, the primary idea behind that was to give the fishermen and the factory workers a chance, if they wanted to, to send their kids to college at a reasonable price. They forgot that mission. And if they can't get people out there uh, to go to the college, that's part of the reason why. And part of the reason why, one of the things is that they don't have a local chancellor who understands all that stuff. You go get uh, on this intergalactic skirt to get somebody, and you might have somebody right underneath your nose, uh, like a John Bullard, for example, who knows the area and understands the area. Maybe he doesn't want to do that, but that would help. Okay, or, John, or John Quinn. Uh, John Quinn, that's fine. I, 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 I agree with you, um, who's already over at UMass Law. Uh, I agree with a lot of what you said, caller. I, 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 um, you know, I think... Mayor Mitchell is trying to solve the problem. Yeah. Santa Martigny is trying to solve the problem. Uh, they don't agree, you know. Well, they agree about having UMass Dartmouth being down there, but they they get personal differences, which are getting in the way of this because uh, well, well, I, 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 I did that, I did this. I think I think ah, to be fair, help the, help the city. I think to be fair, it's it's a little bit more than personal differences. I think Santa Martigny, in, in his statement to me. He wants to the state to control it. It's a state university, Fine. and he points out that the city used to own it, and when they owned it, they ended up giving it to Paul Downey for a dollar. Well, again, I, I don't know what was done in the past with Biff McLean. Maybe that was a Biff McLean deal way back then. Okay, that's the past. How about now, the future? Uh, again, uh, the mayor said we'll take ownership, but we can't afford to fix it. They have to, you know, fix it and bring it up to snuff and get it where they, where they want it. That's right. I, I think coming from the mayor. That's an olive leaf, and again, just like with the uh, uh, the uh, clinic there that they didn't want on uh, Union Street, he came up with a fig leaf there too. Look, uh, uh, City Council, talk about this again. Show that we're a united group in a sense. That I'm interpolating a little bit on that, yeah. and the City Council shut him down. I think but, you're right. Well, I think I think you're right. I think it was an, an olive an olive branch, olive leaf, yeah, whatever you want to yeah, call it. Yeah. But but the, the 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 thing is that you know I, I mean two people are bound to see something differently. They really should be talking more. It was a week before they talked at all in, in, in depth after this, after this broke. Two people should be working it out behind the scenes. The, the, mayor, the mayor tries to soft-pedal it by not 
sent naming Senator Montigny by name. Yes, and Senator yes. Montigny, the same way, with yes. he doesn't name the mayor by name. But, but the press that. knows, but the, the media and the press knows what they're talking about. And, and, and so everybody knows what they're talking about. So, so stop kidding us and, and, and just getting well, again, it done. The, the state loves it because it's the old term, divide and conquer. So if you get your legislators down here and your mayor arguing with one another, hey, look at those guys, meatballs, like that. They've got to be together on this, and they, they want the same goal, but put aside their personal differences for the good of the city and the students down there at, uh, at UMass in the, in the downtown area. That's all hey, I can say. Hey, average Joe, time for a commercial. All right, my friend. Thank okay, you very bye. much. Bye-bye. Okay, we're back. Uh, this is Jack Spillane from the New Bedford Light. I've been sitting in for Tim Weisberg all morning. We had some callers in the line, and they, they seem to have gotten impatient and dropped off. Uh, so uh, I have about uh, two and a half minutes to go before the um, uh, the top of the hour news. That's too bad, caller, whoever you were that dropped off, because uh, you would have had a whole two and a half minutes to yourself. But uh, uh, we've been talking about the Star Store this morning. It's, it's, it's strange, you know, this talk radio gig. You're sitting in a studio, and you're all by yourself, and it's, you're talking into, into a window virtually, and you're talking about an issue such as the star store that 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 gets you emotional, that you that you feel strongly about, and all of a sudden you start you start getting angry, and you start uh, your voice starts going up, and, and and you're really just there talking to yourself. It's a very it's a very strange thing, but I guess you're talking to thousands who are out there listening, and. Um, You've been great callers this morning. The, the, the folks that did call, uh, such as Johnny from Fairhaven, um, talking about uh, uh, it's hard to uh, uh, criticize politicians. Uh, I, I, you know, I, I think it is harder at the local level because we know people, we like people, but I think it has to be done.